Hi, I'm Neve Ennis, transformation coach and host of your Tough Love Energy podcast. I work with women just like you who want greater clarity on where they are going in life. Together, we restore your confidence, we rebuild better boundaries, and we reconnect you with who you are deep inside. Using mindset, spirituality, and pure practical advice, I guide you and I equip you with all that you're going to need to bring about change in your life. We get you to that place to believe, to see not only that change is possible, but that it is entirely possible for you. What you're changing doesn't matter. What matters most is that you give yourself permission to do just that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode of Tough Love Energy. On this week's Tough Love Energy podcast, I'm going to respond to a question that I have been asked so many times um, in the last, probably in the last two years, three years. And certainly since restarting uh, the podcast, it has come up probably every single week. People ask me constantly, why or how do I feel able to talk about the things that I talk about or to write about the things that I write about? And even as their mid question, I, I mean, of course, I always know as soon as they start what the question is going to be and where it's going to lead to. Um, but, but every time I get asked the question, I, I wonder what the answer is going to be. Because for me, this is still part of my greatest um, daily challenge, weekly challenge, whatever you call it, monthly challenge um, when it comes to doing the work that I do. Not necessarily the coaching, because with the coaching, the majority of the coaching is done one to one and it's private and it's confidential. And so that always feels very safe, safe and sacred space. But it can be hard to go on social media and to say what your experiences were, what your thoughts are about certain things, not just because um, you're aware that actually by putting your opinions and thoughts and ideas out there, that you're inviting in people to dispute, argue, contradict, which of course is the right. And that's part of the healthy dialogue that we all subscribe to these days. But more than that, for me, it's more about the fear of sharing my experiences because once they're out there you can't take them back and yet if you notice that every experience that I talk about whether it was the death of my fiance whether it was the death of my parents whether it was um you know moving leaving my permanent pensionable job whether it was um connecting again with my spirituality whether it's setting up the business, no matter what the experience that I share, I suppose the one thing and the first thing that that I think is important to note is that it is my story to share. I am never or have never shared any parts of my story that belong also to somebody else. For example, of course, I've experienced other losses and other heartbreaks and other endings in my life that I don't ever talk about purely because the person that I would be talking about, I believe and feel that it's as much their story as it is mine. But when I made the decision 
to actually, you know, to share because I believe that in the work that I do, I believe in the um, the space on the internet, on the space on social media that I occupy. And it's not a huge space. It's a, you know, a, a good active engaged community but it is a small uh, it's only a, a drop in the ocean but I, I really firmly believed that when I decided to dip my toe into it that I, I needed to be all in I don't think you can you know share part of the story and not share the impact of the story I think when uh, when I talk about loss and grief and death and bereavement. I talk about it from the context of of having come out the other side. I also would hold a personal opinion that I don't believe that it's healthy for the person in question or for anyone listening to hear somebody discuss that pain, that loss, that grief while they're going through it. I think it is only when we come out at the other end. And I, in my own mind, I always liken it to um, the healing of a scar. And it is only not when the wound is open that we should talk about it, but when the scar has formed and that we feel stronger and in a better position to be able then to share our experience. And of course, I've talked about in this podcast before, and I've talked about it in, in a lot of my writings, about that, you know, that need um, or that need that I feel very strongly to be able to share these experiences so that it will benefit other people. And of course, I've had to recognize along the way that not everybody will like my opinion, not everybody will agree with my opinion. And again, I'm okay with that now. I wasn't always the kind of person that would have been okay with it, but I'm okay with it now. And that gave me the strength to do it. There's no denying as well, and I do say this whenever I get asked the question, is that it requires a certain amount of courage, that every time you sit down and you write an article that is going to involve or include something personal, then you're going to need to tap in and tune into your courage, the strength in you that will give you the the permission or that will give you the, the voice that you need to be able to express your feelings. I if regularly on a daily basis have to connect to that courage inside me. It doesn't come easy, but it is because it is coming much more naturally. Um, and so that it would be what, what I would say to most people is that unless you are willing to be fully authentic, to be fully yourself, then it is not doing you a service or the people listening for you to only tell half the story. But again, I would just remind anybody listening that might be thinking about, you know, sharing their experiences in a much more public context to think about who else in the story or who else is part of that story that it may impact on because you have to be very fair to them. You have to be sure that your story is true. You have to be sure, of course, that it's true for you. But you also have to recognize that you have a responsibility to be um, protective of the other parties involved in the story. However, all that being said, when I write, when I speak, um, when I'm make do posts for social media when I do my uh, image column no matter what it is that I'm writing about I always 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 have to ask myself does this feel right does this feel true and if it feels true for me then 
then I know it's going, it's going to work well. That's how you connect with your authentic voice. That's how you connect with, with that part of you that can really stand over what it is that you're going to say. If you're writing about something that makes you uncomfortable and sharing it, or if you're writing about something that just does not feel right, then don't. But each week when I talk on this podcast or when I, as I say, when I write any of my, my or put out, publish any of my writings, I, I get a reaction from people that, you know, tells me that this is landing how it needs to land. And that's what's going to keep me going. So I hope that kind of helps. Um, and, you know, I, I am aware that even in the last few minutes that I it might sound or it might have felt like that I contradicted myself. But the main message I want to get through to anyone is to feel that you won't always connect with that side of you that makes this feel easy. But sometimes it can be in that discomfort or in that uneasiness that the truth, your truth will come out. But just keep checking in with yourself. Is what you're saying true? Is it your story to tell? And and what I always ask myself is, will this benefit somebody to hear it? A lot of what I write about and talk about is purely to fill that gap that I knew that I had when I experienced loss or grief or wanted to change. I felt quite alone and that there was nobody listening. If you're listening to this and you feel heard, then all I can say is job done. Speak to you soon. So thank you so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I would absolutely love to know and to hear what your takeaways were from this episode and all the other episodes as well. So come and find me on Instagram. My handle there is at one Neve Ennis or on neveennis.com. Let me know how it's helping you get tougher with yourself on going after what you want, what you desire, what you need. And also let me know how it's helping you be gentler when you get there. I'd also love if you went over and subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform, not from an ego perspective, I promise you. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a five-star review, what this means is that more people will get to hear it. So I'll be able to get this podcast and all my other podcasts in front of the people who really need to hear it. Also, just to let you know that I've developed a quiz just for you that's going to help you identify which kind of people pleasing type you are. Now, knowing this or having this information is really useful. I believe that understanding our people pleasing tendencies is at the core to helping us remove some of the things that are blocking us or getting in our way. So once you know what your people pleasing type is, it's very helpful because it teaches you how to get past it, how to manage it. And I'll also be giving you some tools and guidance and mantras and affirmations to do just that. So I'll put the link in the show notes below here, but you'll also find it on nevenis.com forward slash quiz. Thank you and speak to you soon.